Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Attack on family of federal judge. The suspect was dressed as a delivery driver. New stay-at-home order in L.A. I think we're on the brink of that. GOP talks in D.C. The first order of business will be a new coronavirus relief package. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, there's a manhunt underway after the attack at the home of a federal judge. CBS's Errol Barnett is near the home of Judge Esther Salas in North Brunswick, New Jersey. The judge's husband, Mark Espel, a defense attorney, answered the door and was shot. The gunman also shot and killed the couple's 20-year-old son, Daniel. Now, sources say the judge was in the basement at the time of the shooting and was unharmed. Andal's been rushed to the hospital and is believed to be in stable condition right now. But the big question is the motive. It's unclear what that is, and it's also unclear who the actual target was, considering the judge's husband himself as a defense attorney. Now the latest on the coronavirus. The death toll in the U.S. now tops 140,000. CBS's David Begno is in Florida, which reported 12,000 cases yesterday. Here in the entertainment district of Miami Beach, there is an 8 p.m. curfew. We're hoping that by closing earlier, it actually tones down the party. Hospitalizations in Los Angeles County reached a record high at more than 2,200. Here's the mayor of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti. If we don't come together as a nation with national leadership, we will see more people die. But in New York City, people there are prepared for phase four, opening things like zoos and fanless pro sports stadiums. Overseas now, correspondent Vicki Barker tells us British scientists on the trail of a COVID treatment say they've had a breakthrough. It's a pre-existing drug, interferon beta, but delivered in a new way, inhaled directly into the lungs of hospitalized COVID patients. The patients receiving the interferon beta treatment were much less likely to deteriorate. Team leader Tom Wilkinson says the number of patients needing ICU treatment fell nearly 80%. Patients were two to three times more likely likely to make a full recovery. President Trump meets with top congressional Republicans in Congress today. CBS's Laura Podesta says there's pressure to pass more virus relief. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says the first order of business will be a new coronavirus relief package. The House has already approved a three and a half trillion dollar bill. I would consider not signing it if we don't have a payroll tax cut. President Trump says he also wants the measure to include liability protections for businesses. The White House is pushing back against more virus testing money. President Trump is refusing to publicly commit to accepting the results of the November election. I think mail-in voting is going to rig the election. I really do. Are you suggesting that you might not accept the results of the election? I have to see. He spoke with Chris Wallace on Fox News about polls that showed Joe Biden ahead. First of all, I'm not losing. Those are fake polls. They were fake in 2016, and now they're 
even more fake. And about support at the Pentagon for renaming bases that bear the names of Confederate leaders, Mr. Trump said, I don't care what the military says. And he expressed support for those who fly the Confederate flag. They're not talking about racism. They love their flag. It represents the South. More than 100 Georgia Democrats have submitted applications to replace the legendary Congressman John Lewis on the fall ballot. The 80-year-old civil rights leader died Friday after serving in the House for more than 30 years. A nominee will be picked by this afternoon. CBS's Nancy Cordes has more on Lewis's impact. Congresswoman Terry Sewell grew up in Selma, Alabama, hearing stories about John Lewis, never dreaming she would grow up to walk and work alongside him. If I was anywhere within earshot and he's talking about Selma, that he wouldn't say, come on up. The fact that he would be willing to share his platform with me. Congressman Hank Johnson represents the Georgia district next door to Lewis's. When he really wanted to to be emphatic about something. He would rise his voice and he would sound like God from heaven. Police in Portland, Oregon used tear gas last night against protesters. CBS News correspondent Carter Evans. Protesters returned to downtown Portland Sunday night in a peaceful sign of solidarity. Far different scene than the night before. That's when some protesters clashed with federal authorities who moved in on orders from the White House. Community leaders and activists are pleading for an end to the violence. Violence is not our way. Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum says federal officers are the ones escalating the violence. What is going on? Who are you? Three or four or five of them jumping out of the unmarked vans, grabbing people off the streets, putting them into their vans. In Seattle, a protest against immigration and customs enforcement turned violent. Police Sergeant Lauren Truscott. The protesters lit mortar-type fireworks and then threw them at officers from a very close range. Some businesses were damaged and some arrests were made. A new study finds black children died more often after common surgeries than whites. CBS's Lisa Mateo. According to a study in the Journal of Pediatrics, within 30 days of surgery, black children had a greater risk of suffering complication than whites and were nearly three and a half times more likely to die. Researchers examined data on nearly 173,000 operations from 2012 to 2017. One person was killed, eight others wounded in a shooting on a busy street in northwest Washington, D.C. yesterday. Police say three men opened fire in what appeared to be a targeted attack. An East Coast heat wave that settled in over the weekend isn't ready to break just yet. CBS News meteorologist Jeff Baradelli. Philadelphia, we're likely to be near a record high in the upper 90s. D.C. is probably going to be about 100 degrees, and both New York City and Boston should once again breach 90 degrees. And when you factor in the humidity, it is going to be brutal, with feels-like temperatures up to 110 in D.C. Canada's government has banned baseball's Blue Jays from playing in Toronto when the season opens because of the pandemic. We don't have a home court. We can't go to the U.S. because it's closed. We can only watch on the TV. While fans mull it over, the team's considering its Florida Spring Training Home or Buffalo, where the AAA minor league affiliate normally plays. A rare LeBron James rookie trading card from 2003 sold at auction over the weekend for $1.84 million. Only 23 versions of the card were made. The dead of summer is a tough time for some of the nation's farmers, and that could mean more expensive things for all of us later in the year. 
The high heat gripping much of the nation can take a toll on corn pollination, a vital process that's underway across mid-America. If we see the quality of crops decrease in the USDA reports, there is a likely chance that prices will increase because we won't have the supply to meet the demand. Katie Parker is a farm extension agent in West Central Illinois. Jim Crisula, CBS News. American tourists are not welcome in the Bahamas. The prime minister announced that as part of a reopening rollback yesterday, prompted by a surge in coronavirus cases since the reopening of borders three weeks ago. Visitors from Canada and Europe can still come, but only if they can produce a negative COVID-19 test. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Van Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.